Welcome to the College Wealth Podcast, the ultimate financial guide to help you understand your financial stresses and how to build from it. Your lessons won't be in class, and your projects can either save you or earn you money. We host episodes three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to help you reach your financial freedom. Now let's get started with your host, Owen Parody. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> yes. Welcome back to the College Wealth Podcast. I am your host, Owen Parody, and I'm here with my co-host, William Goulet. How are you, Will? I'm good. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, so I'm glad to hear that you're doing good here. We're actually doing episode eight, so we're now defying the odds of episode seven here, the seven curse. So I'm happy with that one. You know, I got nervous at the previous, at the beginning of the previous one. Uh, <laughs> you were worried I was just going to quit on you? Make or break. Who knows? I thought I was going to quit. Jeez, I don't know. It's a statistic. <laughs> don't tell you know? me this. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, none of us are quitting. We're still going to haul with this here. I'm pretty pumped about this. Because this one, I, I like Wednesday episodes specifically because I've always been that person who's been known to make money on the side. I've always been that go-to person for that kind of stuff, which to I think root. is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Far from it. But anyways, today we're going to be talking about monetizing your hobbies. So yeah, it is nice. A lot of people actually have hobbies. Like yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And uh, this is where, when I found the statistics on this, I, I guess I have Statistic. issues. Yeah, <laughs> I had issues with what these hobbies were. And I guess if there was, okay. I wish there was a breakdown with uh, these hobbies because some of them I'd be there and it's like, uh, I don't know if I consider that a hobby. I, I'll ask you very quickly. What would you define as a hobby? I was just about to ask you that. And now, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I, I guess a hobby is... That, that can be lighthearted, but that yeah. you're really passionate about. Something like For that. For sure. That sounds right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. So I, I guess I didn't, I, I should have brought up, I, there wasn't an actual definition for a hobby. I seen it as something, a hobby that would be something, like I seen it as something that you could learn. It might not be considered productive or anything like that, okay. but something that you can learn off of or something that you can build off of and just build your own, like build your own self. That's just my own view mm-hmm. on it. And yeah. it differs from person to person. With that being said, I found a statistic that they were saying uh, it was evaluating 2,000 Americans and it was by one poll. And Statman. what's that? Sorry, I was just calling you a stat man. Oh, stat man. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm are the stat, stat man. man. <laughs> 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 but anyways, no cringe, no cringe. But anyways, no cringe. <laughs> anyways, sixty-three percent of Americans, or of these two thousand Americans, uh, admitted to having a hobby. Oh, and guilty, yeah, <laughs> I have a hobby as well. <laughs> Technically, yeah, we both have a hobby. But yeah, a yeah. lot of <laughs> yeah. So a lot of us. And a lot of it actually, it actually went up during the pandemic. So a lot more people oh. started, yeah, having more time for their hobbies. Yeah. So, which I think makes sense considering a lot of people, of well, some people lost their jobs or some people 
were learning online and it was just a whole environment for for everyone it's a whole point to adapt so people had a lot of time right. to self-reflect and discover as well so but this so it's got to be like a dig, digitization of like hobbies and stuff like that yeah like, um yeah i guess so I, and we're going to talk a little bit about digitization with this as well nice. because i'm going to talk what would you say is the number one hobby of those people that and i these are statistics now from stati, statista that i got what would you say is the number okay. one so hobby in america right now oh. Uh, Actually, no, not in America. This is a Canadian statistic. So I finally got some statistics oh. for Canadians here. It's going to reflect, wow, wow, like wow. I said, Americans as well on this one. But th- yes, this is uh, statistics done by Statista. And this is on number one hobbies in Canada. Yeah, it's it's got to be something like social media or video games. Uh, you're close. You're close. Video games okay. is within the top, but it's not there. It's actually wow. not even in top five. Wow. Number one. Uh, YouTube uh, then? No. You guess you could kind of say YouTube, but the number one okay. uh, pastime or hobby for, uh, for um, Canadians is music. 53% of Canadians. Oh, like listening to music. Yeah. It just says music. Because okay, yeah. the next one right underneath it at 51%, which I I don't get why you have that in there. Because it's a it's the study was on hobbies and interests. And okay, yeah. So obviously uh, people are interested in music, <laughs> and I get it. And you can yeah, encompass you can also encompass music making as well, composing, practicing the guitar, an instrument, or, that also falls inside of that too. Sure. And also listening to music, of course. But the next one is uh, 51% is food. Just food. <laughs> nice hobby, people. <laughs> <laughs> so so what, what do you, you like to do with your spare time? Food. food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no objections. <laughs> yeah. So, like, under, underneath it goes reading and writing. So food goes on top of reading and writing. Followed uh, by followed by travel, which I would highly doubt is one of the top ones during the pandemic. Sure, health health and fitness. That one and, I can understand, especially yeah. during the pandemic. And then then pets. Nice but, hobby, pet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it so, pets or petting something? Just pets. P e t s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> but so. Obviously, I don't. Obviously, they put interests inside of the hobby section as well. Right, right, right. Which, which, which is interesting nonetheless. But they're hobbies if you want to consider them hobbies. Yeah, I mean, oh, geez, food and pets. Yeah, that that was a real toss up there. <laughs> like <laughs> hobby, food. <laughs> Like, you, you could you could say cooking obviously like if it's like you can say a hobby as you like cooking and everything yeah you know but, what, let's just consider it as that <laughs> but if i know a lot of like if i know anyone i don't know a lot of people who actually enjoy cooking like i know i know quite a few people who enjoy cooking i i'm actually someone who enjoys cooking but 
<laughs> Hold on, that's a bit of a contradiction. I enjoy <laughs> cooking too, actually. But, no, but yeah, I know, but a lot of people that I know don't enjoy cooking. Right. Like, right. So I guess interest would be eating food to some people, but that's the easy answer. What do you like <laughs> eating? <laughs> yeah, food. But yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So nonetheless, a lot of people have hobbies and right. interests. Of course. But the cool thing of the, the the cool thing of it is is you don't only have to have one hobby, right? And there's actually four major types of hobbies that you can actually work with. Okay. So, and they actually recommend to have one hobby for each of them. Okay. It, so, it sounds daunting, honestly, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, look, honestly, if, <laughs> so my, my interest is food and my other, my other hobby is food processing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you do for fun? Processed food stuff? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll stop it with that, that joke there. But, uh, so there's four components to it. So the first one is a hobby that, yeah, hobby that develops your creative side. Okay. Yeah. So to keep the mind going, something right. that's really awesome, something as simple as puzzles can help mm-hmm. out with that. Mm-hmm. Your uh, the second one, physical, having a physical hobby. Okay. Yeah. And hence why health and fitness falls within the top five as well. Yeah. And that that could be as simple as going out for a walk, working out, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The next one after that is self-improvement. And self-improvement can be within your physical as well. But yeah. self-improvement also, a lot of it usually entails for mentally, mentally self-improving. And if, if oh. unless, But you can also encompass self-improving with your physical because it can tie in as well. Yeah, of course. And some hobbies can do all that. Like yoga, for example, can do self-improvement physical creative as well and social and the last one we're going to talk about is social actually okay yeah so yoga hits all those points uh i'm not an advocate for yoga like actually i enjoy yoga i think you are an advocate (laughs) at this point yeah i am being an advocate (laughs) at this point but it it is one of those things that touches more than one of those traits Mm-hmm. And they were they uh, they recommend, and I'm saying they, but through my research online and with people, just to talk about those four, uh, to meet those four points, just so you can be a little bit more well-rounded and feel a little bit more fulfilling for yourself. Well, yoga is one of the most is super popular. Actually, I don't know. I'm surprised I didn't say uh, yoga is one of the hobbies. Yeah, to, I'm surprised. I, I feel. I feel like health and fitness would fall like yoga would maybe fall within that. Yeah. But, and certainly, you know, once you get to the more intense yogas, I mean, it's oh, like, for sure. Some of them could definitely be challenged. That's for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, you, one you, that I think would group all four together. What's that? Uh, like uh, one of those parkour co- courses, you know, like um, it, it, like you go out with your friends, you go to the, to like uh a wipeout course, you know, like those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are cool. I was thinking more like uh, they, those are very unique, but one that's <laughs> yes. happening, yeah, but something a little bit more common like Roomba. Okay. That's really common. It's a uh, pretty high. Int- uh, it's pretty high intensity 
right right and you just like you need some uh, you need some intense music they have intense music and then they have the yoga instructor on what to be doing and almost all the time you're breaking a sweat by the end and you're with a bunch of people at the same time it's pretty cool okay not like the vacuum Roomba. <laughs> no not like the vacuum okay understood <laughs> Because if so, you break a sweat, you know, you have to <laughs> bend over and empty the vacuum. So it's like, I yeah, it. it is a workout. <laughs> and all but, your friends watch your Roomba go around pretty social. <laughs> yoga and Roomba put aside. Yes. Vacuum <laughs> also put aside. Yes. So what ends up happening is there's a lot of benefits to having a hobby and how you can monetize on your hobby. It can, there are some, a lot of positive components to having a hobby and the opportunities to actually monetize from it. And I'm being honest with you, I've had uh, some personal experience with this and also family as well. And I guess I'll do some shout outs, like some very quick ones. Like I know my mom, she's really into the spiritual world. Right. And, uh, and I think it's actually amazing how much she knows about that kind of stuff. I am not as involved as she is. But it's actually refreshing to be doing that. She's gotten to the point that she's actually built a community on Facebook. Wow. Of people who are all equally as engaged as she is and passionate about this field of things. That's cool. And she can pull cards and everything. They're not tarot cards. I know she was very adamant on that one when I said tarot cards once. She said, no, they're not that. All right. I'm sorry, mom. The spiritual (laughs) cards. And she charges for that now. Nice. And at first she was doubting herself, doubting herself, doubting herself. And then she says, you know what? I'm putting a price and if people want to, then they'll pay. And if not, then I'll just adjust. And she put a price down and she's actually making money off of it. Wow. Her goal isn't to make money, but she says, you know what? For the time and effort that I put towards my hobby, she says, I I thought I could monetize it a little bit. And she is now. Absolutely. Wow. That's, that's great. Well, yeah. congratulations, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's something, yeah. yeah, I think is really, really cool. And just and as an example for me, uh, well, you know, myself, like, uh, you know, me, I actually got into fixing iPhones. Yes. I was sure. like in university, my Lord, I, I was really, uh, I was getting at least a phone a week, a phone every like or two phones a week. Everyone in class knew knew that you were doing that. So you had like, <laughs> and everyone believed in you as the tech guy after. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it was even worse because it was it was worse because the tech hub on campus had a yeah the tech hub on campus had an iPhone repair guy, and apparently he was a hassle to work with and everything, and they had to contact him. And I actually I tried to put advertisements on the billboards in school they took them down because they're, they don't promote businesses and i guess i'm going against a, a grain on this one i'm not allowed to own a business when you're not allowed to own a business when you live on campus i lived in residence and you're not allowed to own a business ah. i technically owned a business but why would they let you in business school if you can't start a business <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah. but yeah so anyways I, so what happened, I found a loophole. The bus terminals aren't necessarily owned by the school. They're on school property, oh. but it's a, it's the city that owns the terminal itself. Yeah. 
So there were four terminals, but four like bus depots inside of campus. Of course. So I put my posters there and I only had one per each. And I think they lasted a whomping three weeks to a month. Hey. And it was the only time I, <laughs> I put posters up and I never put a poster up again because <laughs> people were, <laughs> yeah, people were talking and it, word of mouth went quick. And I was really surprised about that. And I was making two, three, four hundred dollars a month just fixing phones. Oh, that's good money. But that was something that I did. Like, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes. It was something that I did for fun at first. Right. Right. And for someone who might not have those skills, walking dogs. And I guess I'll do a shout out here uh, for rover.com. If any, if I don't know if you've ever heard of Rover. I haven't. Okay. So yeah. So Rover is a platform for people who want dog, dog walking or pet sitting or anything like that. Okay. And my girlfriend has a vet tech that worked out, worked out really well. I mean, that's just wonderful. I mean, just have those options. And it's like you said, you don't need to have something, you don't need to have, you know, all these specialized skills and stuff like that. No, All you gotta do is put yourself out there, do what you love, put Mm -hmm. yourself out there. And there's a, the world opens itself up to you. Well, that's exactly it. And a lot of people don't realize it and you can, like you could basically monetize, you can monetize a lot and it's absolutely insane. Like I said, the dog walking, you have a pair of legs while, and you like walking and you want to say you like animals. Well, apparently 35% of people who have pets as hobbies are going to be interested in what you do. Yeah. And <laughs> same exact way as well. You know, it, it, it goes beyond that. It goes it goes, uh, are you good at Excel? Do you have yeah. a passion with Excel? Do some Excel tutorials. It might not go you know, viral immediately, but you'll, you'll get in maybe eight months, three years later, and then it'll just be you know, very relevant. And, it, and people can go back to it. And just the appreciation that you get for the time you put in, right? As crazy as, as it sounds, I remember I started doing some at-home workouts at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. And it was hilarious because one person I started following, he was ma- doing these at-home workouts, but he released them in 2017. Oh, nice. He was ahead of the- <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was doing it just because. And everyone was commenting saying, who's here because of the pandemic? And there's, <laughs> and he even commented, like he even said it, he says, this literally like quadrupled my viewership. Wow three years later, two, three years later. That's exciting. But that put aside though, uh, YouTube is an option as well. If you do your pastimes, you you enjoy listening to music. You could also, there are actually, you know what, I'd have to research, but there are some sites that pay you to review uh, music. Oh. Yeah, it's it's not a lot of money, but it's something that you could do as well. Sure. Well, it, just to go back to our first uh, hobby, our, our yeah. one of our top hobbies, their food. Yeah. I mean, you have people who order a ridiculous amount of food, yeah. and they just eat it on camera. And a lot of people, they just tune in and they say, you "Oh, know what? Let's see some... yeah, <laughs> that's what it is." 
You know, like, like, watch me devour your uh, 79 wings today. <laughs> yeah, but some people enjoy that. And it's an option. Like, there's a market for everything. And yes, yes. you won't know until you try. Right, and exactly. I can't tell you what your hobby is or what your passion is because every person is unique. Yeah, and that, I think... <laughs> yeah, but every person is unique. And that's exactly why we fit in. Uh, in a special spot we yeah, all have that void to fill exactly and even if you you do stuff that you know maybe isn't considered digital you know maybe yeah. you like cars well yeah. when you tune up your car when you do your, your whatever whatever the repairs you do on your car if you're interested in sharing with the world put it out there film it and yeah. then you'll see someone you know maybe someone will have their 2004 toyota echo that they have to change a filter and find yeah. the exact spot for it <laughs> yeah and you're going to be the guy who had it and you know down the road this year you, you really don't know and exactly. Exactly. you won't know if you don't do it and honestly a lot of people self-doubt themselves it kind of goes down to what my first episode was yeah people self-doubt themselves and if you're able to do uh, monetize monetize it exactly that like you want to do yoga you can create your own you don't have to be a certified yoga instructor of course yoga instructors that's awesome it's a it's a bonus right it's it's awesome but you can go and give small tutorials to beginners if you're someone who knows a little bit about yoga you can do some beginner it's something really, really cool. Being accredited just gives you that boost and everything. You don't be more qualified. You don't need to be a financial advisor to start a nice podcast that, <laughs> no. helps, that helps people and discusses different ideas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. It's a bonus if you do, but you don't yeah. have to. And, you know, it, it, I think a good rule of thumb as well is if you're going to try and monetize a hobby, it's probably not a good idea to do it just for the money. If that's no, the that's probably the best way to end this podcast. Like, I mean, with what you're saying there, as a last point, if you're doing it just for the money, then you're, you don't have the right mindset for it. If you do it for free, then that's what you should do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you can monetize it and then make it money at the same time. Yeah. And that's a bonus. And that's why they have the saying, you'll never hear, feel like you're working a day in your life after that. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So we're ending on a high note on this one here. That, that, that was great. I love that. Yeah. It was an awesome topic to talk yeah. about monetizing hobbies. But with that being said, thank you everyone for stopping by episode eight. Like I said, on monetizing your hobbies. You can reach us out on the Facebook group that we have. College really, really awesome. The Ultimate Guide. Yes, College Well, The Ultimate Guide. The <laughs> Ultimate Guide. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, so if you want to join the group, that is an opportunity for you to join. And if you did enjoy the podcast, we're trying to get five-star reviews here. Or just be honest, we prefer a five-star review, of course, but it's all up to you. You don't have to write. You don't have to write anything big, like we were saying last time. A PB and J sandwich is what? What do you like? PB and J sandwiches. If that's what you want to talk about, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But please leave a five star review. We'd be extremely happy. And 
I think that's uh, I think that's about it. <laughs> That'll do. Make a case yeah. for why you should cut off the crust of a PB and J, and why it's still financially savvy to do so. <laughs> there you go. I I will shout you out if you manage to do a review on that. That's I fair. legitimately will. All, All right. right, everyone. Wonderful. Thank Have you. yourselves a wonderful day, and until the next episode on Friday. Peace. Ciao. This has been your daily dose of motivation with the College Wealth Podcast. If you enjoy the show, make sure to leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It would be greatly appreciated. Thank you for listening. And until the next episode.